It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Good evening to everyone except Chris Dawson and welcome to After Work Drinks, a weekly podcast where two journalists and best friends, Isabel Truman and Grace O'Neill, debrief on the week that was over a bottle of red wine. And what a week it was. What a day it was. What a day it was. (laughs) This is the craziest day of my life. It really is. So for those who don't know you yet, I'm sure you will by the time this comes out tomorrow, but Chris Dawson has been arrested. Yes. And is likely to be charged with murder today. Yes. So Chris Dawson yes. and Lynette Dawson were the subject of the hugely popular Australian podcast, The Teacher's Pet, which if you've ever listened to a word we've said, would know that we're obsessed with. Um, I saw someone at work today and they were like, how's Izzy taking the news? I, I got like, messaged yeah, by so many people for the fact that I'm not related to Lynn Dawson. It was hectic. Um, but he... She disappeared from their home in Sydney Northern Sydney's Northern Beaches, and I can't talk because I'm too excited, in um, 1982, 36 years later, um, Hedley Thomas did a really deep investigation, found a lot of new witnesses, a lot of new evidence, and finally the DPP has said that there is enough evidence to extradite the 70-year-old man who has put on a lot of weight, let me add. Yeah, he looks so different. What I love... Well, I think they're going to skip the DPP now because the cops are like, we're taking over, fellas. And if that happens, the DPP just have to do it. Okay. Yeah. So they Because just... they said in the thing this morning, they were like, we got some great news from the DPP and that means yeah. we can now charge. Heaven. Um, but what I love the most is the photo that the Australian used. I know, and it's, it's so just, dirty of them. It's not even... A photo that was taken today or anything to do with today, but it's just a photo of him with his top off and he's, you know, 70 years old. And you're no star footballer now, Chris Dawson. It is actually like at first I was like, yay, yay, this is so amazing. I'm so happy. And then I just like got – I was re-listening to episode 15 in celebration 
I got really upset. Like I got not upset, but I got quite teary eyed because I was just yeah, like, I this cried. is just it's horrible. It's a it's it's so momentous. It's so important. It's like these true crime things. How many of these things have you watched or listened to where you're like, oh, it's fucked, you got away with it, or oh, mm-hmm. it's fucked, this happened, or oh, it's such a miscarriage of justice? And this is honestly the only time I can think of where there's been like a huge public rallying outcry, and then it's actually led to something. I know it's crazy, and yeah, it's funny because obviously we get caught up. Like I was jumping when I heard the news because mm. I was so excited that he was going to finally yes be well. I don't know. What is it? Brought to justice. Yeah, brought to yeah. justice. But just like punished was yes. my word that I was thinking of. But then it's it's also like it's so horrible that a young mother of two, even even though she obviously lost her life so long ago, it's it's just so horrible that that happened. Oh, it's so horrible. I just think about his daughters today. Same. Like it's just such a mess. And it's also like, yes, it's really, really exciting that it's happened now. But also like he's 70. He's had 37 years of freedom. Mm, he got you know, married again. His prime, like his prime years, mm. he was free. Where she she missed out on watching her daughters grow up and everything. Yeah, it's pretty heartbreaking. And I wonder, because he's been so staunchly like, I didn't do it. I'm like, there's going to have to be a trial. Yeah, he definitely won't. I reckon the only way, but I still think this is a really low chance, um, that they could get him to admit to it is if they gave him a really, really, really good bargain yeah and they which said, they wouldn't do though because everyone would fucking lose well, it well yeah. they could if they, if they said lead us to lynn's body and we'll give you something yeah because i think most people want to find that yeah hmm. i wonder what will happen mm. his stupid brother better get in there too on i fucking hate paul and i really don't Mar- like marion i know i would like marion to <laughs> marion or Mar- yeah i get confused because there's the uh, other sister-in-law is marilyn yeah Marion. Marion. Yeah. Yeah. She's she horrible. Sucks. She sucks. She sucks. <laughs> she sucks big time. I was thinking today I was listening to an interview with her other sister-in-law, so her brother's wife. It was like, we just, she's that woman with like the lovely soft voice. And then she's like, we just really hope that we can find Lynn. And I'm like, mm. Mar- the Marion, whatever the other one, is also her sister-in-law. Mm. Like they're both her sister-in-law. Yeah. Look at what one did and what the other did. I know. Oh my goodness. She was like. Lynn should have fought harder for her marriage while she was hiding the teenager that was sleeping with her husband in her home and also sleeping with her husband. Plot twist. (laughs) Marion. Anyway, I'm so happy about it. I think Headley must be really happy today. I know. It's funny because since he emailed me, I'm going to just drop that in again. Um, I have Not been, out of the blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. replied to Replied you. to me. Um, I've been meaning to reply to him. And then I was like, oh, I'll reply to him and congratulate him for winning the gold walkie. And then I was like, yeah. oh, I'll, con- I'll email and congratulate for the new episode. And now I'm just like, there's so many things to congratulate him for. <gasps> I'm so he happy for Headley. needs to win an even bigger award, I but know. I don't know what it could be. He needs to win like an Oscar or he something. He needs the queen to knight him. <laughs> I know he needs an OBE. Yeah. Sir Headley. So it would be great. I love him. And um, how Lynn's niece spoke out today and she Aww. said um, she thanked him and said um, what he has done has been everything. Aww. It has. like isn't it, has. it Isn't it just insane that if he hadn't decided to go down this mm. rabbit hole, literally no one would know about it. There must be a lot of cases like this that exist that people just never, ever, ever, ever know about. Mm. And he, because he investigated it years and years ago. Yeah. And then he just decided to make this. 
and look what happened. Off the back of it, like it's crazy. What if our podcast solves a murder? I know. <laughs> it might. <laughs> Get in touch. I know. Any hot tips? We'd be happy to investigate. We'd actually do the worst investigation. We'd be like, hey, yeah, so we did it. We'd be like, don't worry about the facts. Don't get bogged down. Yeah. Don't get bogged down with the details. Yeah, I'd but be like, this person we say. definitely did it. I can just tell. You Looking can at him, tell. You can. I saw a creepy man in a car yesterday and he was just definitely a murderer. Okay, yesterday there was like a creepy man vibe. I saw like yep. four separate ones. There was one and he was in this white... I don't know what oh the brand God. of the car was, but it was one of those really seedy old kind of cars and he had sunglasses on and he was sort of, he looked like Robert Durst. It actually looked oh like God. Robert Durst. Yes, it was And I day. got a fright and yeah. Anton saw him as well and was like, that guy's definitely, a, we were both like yeah. murderer. Big, big murder vibe. <laughs> it was like I was walking big home. Big murder energy. Yeah, big murder, big murderer Beaming. energy. <laughs> this guy was just walking down the street with a helmet on, like not, like a motorbike helmet, so covering mm. his whole face. Mm. And then he just walked onto the road and like picked something up off the busy road off the street and cars had to stop for him. And I was just like, oh, like you're just so like, you're so insane. You're so BME. Yeah, BME. <laughs> and then we went to get Nando's last night. Of course you did. <laughs> and there was another weird dude just like, he was just like ripping at a plastic bag with his teeth as he was like, there was just so many weird men about yesterday. Yep. That's true. Murder vibes. And then Chris Dawson was arrested this morning. What Chris does it all mean? Chris Dawson was arrested. It's actually it's crazy. really amazing. And also, did you see that the police filmed the whole thing? There's like a proper video, There's a video of him being arrested. Of him being arrested. <gasps> and like the cops are, but it's so funny how it's edited. And there's this like airy music behind them as these three men in suits walk up to the. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'll show you later. But they yeah. all walk up to the door. And I'm just like, do you think the police were, like, and it has NSW police force up the top. How strange. Yeah, and I was I'm like, imagining you, like a na 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 It's not like that, <laughs> but soundtrack. pretty much. And he, I was weird. just like, it's so funny. They're just going to make themselves look super cool. Yeah, they must yeah. have just been like, all right, got to get up with the digital tech world. Let's film this arrest. Sometimes the police force try to be quite, like, funny on I know. Facebook. And you're kind of like, don't, that's not your job. Like, yeah, okay, like. I don't know. The New Zealand police do that all the time yeah. and they always end up in hot water. We don't want that from our police force. No. You know? Aren't you busy? Woolworths on <laughs> Facebook? Fine. Like, have a play. Yeah. I <laughs> know. <laughs> the only time it's good is when this police force, actually, when I was working um, with you, I wrote this for Cosmo. Um, mm. This police force somewhere in NSW found a rescue cat and they... Aww. Um, posted all these photos of it and then they named it something cute and then they will always like update all their fans on this rescue hat that now lives there. That's super cute. Yeah. That's, that's a bit fine. different. Sometimes yeah. they're a bit too playful. I know. <laughs> they're a bit too flippant like it's, making jokes. Sometimes I'm like you guys have so many things to do. Like the other day in Melbourne <laughs> they were dressing up as homeless window washing men and st- and standing at the lights and walking up to cars to catch people on their phones. That is just, just so insane. I was that like, is li- that's like they caught so many people, but do it a different way. Oh my! And God. go and catch fucking murderers. <laughs> I know it's like Chris Dawson's been sitting comfortably in the Gold Coast for thirty-seven <laughs> yeah. years, and you're fucking dressing up as a yeah. homeless man. And someone came into the office one day and thought, oh, "I've got an idea." Oh, that is so embarrassing. I know. Did that get leaked, or did they proudly announce that? I don't know. Everyone at my office was talking about it. I think everyone was texting everyone being like, watch out for the homeless guys that don't actually look homeless. Oh, my God. It's bizarre. Mm. I know who 
who's who on every traffic light corner as well. I'm always avoiding them. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. It's because I just don't have coins and I would just rather I not. I know. I just, any, yeah. Apart from Chris Dawson Day, yes. how's your week been? It's been good. I've been consuming a lot of things. I've, I like ripped through Anthony Bourdain's book, Kitchen Confidential. When did that come out? Like year, like 20 oh, years ago. Okay. But it's his like famous book, and it's I'd read I'd read stories of his on the New Yorker and a few articles and watched his show, and I was just so devastated when he died. And then this was the first time I'd read his. He's got heaps of books, but his famous book. Mm-hmm. I just love him. I just love him. He's just yeah, gorgeous. He's I really just love such him a great too. Writer. He's so funny. He's so self-deprecating. Anton was so sad when he died, was and it was he? just so cute because he's really into cooking and mm. chefs and he loved Anthony yeah. Bourdain and I saw the news in the bedroom and was like oh oh no yeah that's what Zach was like with me I think <laughs> oh yeah. yeah I was just like I just I don't know I just feel like he's just my dream man mm. just he seems like a seems he's like such a good writer the way he writes about food is just beautiful it just makes me want to like go shuck an oyster or something <laughs> <laughs> marinate an Indian artichoke street. yeah <laughs> and then i've been listening to this podcast which you just have to listen to i can't believe we haven't listened to it before it's vanity fair's like um celebrity and pop culture podcast and it's called in the limelight and they end up talking mainly about the royals but they've got a few other topics and they're just like the guy it's two vanity fair senior writers one's in new york and one's in la and they like voice conference about it and the guy's got like a quite pronounced lisp and they're just hilarious. And I really want to pay, play you a part of it because I feel like you'll just love it. Yes, play okay. it. It's about um, Hayley Bieber. Hayley and Justin when Justin was crying everywhere. Oh my God, Do you remember yes. when he was getting photographed? According to the Daily Mail, Bieber and Baldwin were at the Leaky Cauldron at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida on Sunday. This isn't this past Sunday, but the Sunday before. When a bout of tears struck the sorry singer, a source told the outlet that Bieber's security had the bar cleared out as the couple ordered drinks after 11.15 p.m. They just walked down and sat at a table while their security got to work. They ordered a couple of butter beers, the source claimed. And yes, there are pictures on Daily Mail of Bieber crying with his head in his hands and Baldwin comforting him. Josh. I mean, the fact that this took place at a Harry, I mean, right. a Harry Potter themed bar is so beyond anything you could make up. This is like the ultimate mad libs of like Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin crying at a Harry Potter themed bar. Like what? Also, like, how are they big? I don't even, I don't know. I just, I'm so confused. And butterbeer, like for this, like it, the crying is really what makes it wild. Like it's the oddest place I could imagine to have a breakdown. I love that. <laughs> it's so um, funny. Also, hot tip, which mm. you're going to die over. Yes. Tina Brown has a podcast. Shut up. She does. Oh my God. So she's the old editor of Vanity Fair who we're both obsessed with. And she wrote the Vanity Fair Diaries. Um, How yeah. long has it been around? I don't know. It's like this one's been around for like three years. Yeah. And it's just every episode is, even I, old episodes are hilarious. I feel like it might be new, but I haven't okay. looked into it in depth. I just remembered that when you mentioned that one. Let's investigate. Anything else? Mm, no. Okay. I didn't really prep for anything that I'd noticed this week apart from. So, you know how there were those Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle feud rumors? Yes. Which, side note, we... I can pull it up from the archives if no one believes me. I but actually we... want to inject it, kind of. And I want to kind of inject the bit 
where we're like, we can't say that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, in episode one, uh, I heard from a hot tip. A friend has friends who move in the Royal Circles in London, went to school with Kate Middleton and said that on Meghan Markle's wedding day or somewhere around there, she made Kate Middleton cry because she was being so mean. And I said this on the podcast and Grace was basically like, we can't say that because A, we're not the Daily Mail and B, you can't just make stuff up out of thin air and then just put it out to the world. Well, it was like in the height of Megan fever where everyone, like like there wasn't a single negative report about her. Mm. So that will literally be the first people on the planet to say something. But I, like it wasn't even put out of thin air. Like it was a very reputable source of yours. Mm. And it was like, we. I was just like, it's too hot. For the first episode, it's too hot to go on Megan because it was at the, when was it? It was in like... It was June. Yeah. It was like just after the wedding. Yeah. Um, It definitely wasn't in June. It definitely wasn't in June. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so then we deleted it out. And then last week, someone came out and said the exact same thing. So to the the detail of the same situation. Yeah. It's so fascinating. Yeah. The next morning, I was like, oh. And I told, because I told my mom about our original segment mm. she was like you should have kept it in and i was like no and then i sent her that and she was like i told you yeah we could have been the first i know we could have read the story <laughs> no one would put, they'd be like what i know These anyway so anyway. uh side note off the back of that um there's like a new twitter hashtag have you seen it it's no. called my palace source <laughs> And so basically everyone on Twitter is just being like, well, my palace source says this. Uh. And I pulled out a couple of my favorites. So my palace source said that former rescue dog Guy Sussex is proven to be a Hollywood diva and has created a rift between the Queen's other dogs. There are conflicting reports where the guy will attend Christmas at Sandringham to show a united front. (laughs) And then another one. My palace source exclusive, Megan and Harry's dogs, Guy and Cucumber, keep breaking royal protocol by running ahead of Kate and William's dogs. The entire palace is appalled. My palace source knows every time Megan texts and every time Kate cries, but somehow doesn't know where Harry and Megan went on their honeymoon. <laughs> that is so true. I know. The details are coming out have like a stunning level of detail around yeah. them. It's like it happened at this spot and at Megan this exact time. And Megan seven at times. I, that's, I, yeah, it's just not that much. But it must be. It must be a employee counting and going seven times. Yeah. And being that – like who's that – pissed off at work that they'll leak it to the daily mail like mm. that's so intense um and also we got a couple of good responses from our emotional labor oh yes piece. so um one person said really related to your discussion on on emotional labor i call it silent bargaining in the sense that you're doing something expecting your effort to be somehow reciprocated but when it's not you get really annoyed for me it can extend to pretty ridiculous situations like lending clothes to someone and never getting an offer back Problem is, the other person doesn't know they're entering into a bargain, so you just silently get more and more annoyed. And someone else pointed out something which I think we touched on, but we could have touched on in more detail, that in our own personal relationships, I definitely do do the emotional labor. However, Anton does more of the housework and more of the cooking. And you said that you might do a bit more of the cleaning, not cooking, mm. um, but that Zach does the emotional labor. Yes. And... This is what um, someone wrote in our Facebook community. Yes. The emotional labor thing is so interesting for me because I don't really do much around the house. And when I do, my boyfriend has to ask me and spell out what needs to be done because it's all in his head, what's being done and what hasn't. But I do a lot of our admin in terms of time, events, keeping up ours and his friends. It's definitely not equally balanced, but it's super interesting listening to how your boyfriends are also similar and having a share of the chores and cooking. Also, since working from home these past few weeks, I've had a lot more to do with the chores and helping out a lot more. 
Um, but as soon as I'm back in the office and working crazy hours again, will that come back? Maybe it's less of a gendered thing and more about who has the time. And with millennial couples shaking up the status quo, perhaps the article is out of touch and saying women are always the victims. That's very interesting. I do think that the article lent very much to a certain generation. Me too. Which came through in the fact that we were talking about it, but we weren't being like, yes, like when I do this, you know, like we were very much like, this is a concept. It's very important. X, Y, Z. It's, there's bits of it and there's bits of it that don't, you know. But I think also for us, we don't have kids yet. We're yeah. not that yes. age yet. So I feel yes. like maybe that will change. Because I feel like we're in the stages that she was talking about, at the stages that at the start of the book right. where she said, at first you don't really notice it because you like doing yes, it and blah, blah, true. blah. And then you have kids and things change. So who knows? <laughs> maybe 10 years old will yeah. actually be feeling the full weight of emotional labor. Yes, but it's very not. good to have. I just feel like even having opened the discussion is so good. Me too. Um, I really wanted to read to you that I've just forgotten a quote. Did you see this today from Gwyneth Paltrow's interview with the Wall Street Journal? No, but she said something about Brad, didn't she? Oh, I didn't see that one, but this is a quote from it that just, I just love Gwyneth. I just, I would die for her. She says, forgive me if this comes out wrong, Paltrow continues, but I went to do a yoga class in LA recently and the 22 year old girl behind the counter was like, have you ever done yoga before? And I literally turned to my friend and was like, you have this job because I've done yoga before. <laughs> oh my God. She's like, I hope this doesn't come out wrong. I'm like, How else will that come out? She's just like such a legend. Yeah, she's great. Oh my she God. always, like, I love it. People she... don't think she's funny. People think she's being serious all the time, which is why they think she's an asshole, but she's That's always being funny. the problem with everything. Yes. It's the problem with everything. Yes. People think we are being serious yes. when I say, <laughs> when I just say deadpan things like, I hate this person. Mm. People are like, oh, that's quite mean of you. And I'm just like, I've never thought a second into this person's life or, you know, like. I know. Anyway. Love Gwyneth. Love Gwyneth. And she yeah, she was saying something like she was glad her and Brad Pitt broke up when they did or something. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's one of the few people who would say that. Genuinely say that. Yeah. I know. I well. She was so beautiful. She is so beautiful. She was so beautiful when mm. she was young. Um, So Priyanka Chopra and Okay. Jonas. Let's get to the important stuff. The fucking craziest <laughs> wedding I've ever seen of the it's year. so insane. The interview in vogue made me really like them Mm -hmm. and then same the absolutely obscene wedding videos that have come out since then have changed my mind yeah so um before all of this when they first got together and then announced they were engaged two months after they started dating Mm. so for context for anyone who hasn't delved as deep into this as i have they they met in 2016 at the oscars after party and when Nick Jonas saw Priyanka, he got down on one knee and said, where have you been all my life? Because she is such gross to He's do. such a playboy. That was just a playboy move. Do you think that's a play? Yeah, it's weird because I don't find him attractive. So I don't get the like sexy playboy thing. No, he him. is yeah. foul. He's so gross. He's just like, I just feel like if a guy did that to me at a party, I'd be like, oh, like I just feel like, get away. Yeah. And then they started texting eventually. And then Ralph Lauren invited him to the Met Gala together to go as his guest. So then they walked the red carpet together. But that was a like an accident in that they didn't know that they had this kind of history. Yeah, right? Ralph Lauren coincidence. Yeah. yeah. And then they spent the whole night together partying and had heaps of fun. And then Joe Jonas 
said that um, him and Sophie Turner were laughing because he looked like a lovesick puppy after that. Can I just say that, like, I remember at that Met Gala just thinking they were both guests of Ralph Lauren, thinking they look so awkward together. Yeah. Like, when there was no romantic thing about it, there was just something about the, like their vibe together i was just like oh like this is you know because like do you this. reckon it's because they were texting and felt weird maybe well maybe that's a good point yeah i just yeah there was weird body language because mm, it's like we don't want to pose like we're a couple but we are t- t- you know yeah like how strange yeah that would be a very awkward thing if you'd been texting mm. and then you were like expected to walk a red carpet together yeah and then you were like wait we're not a couple but so we true. might be that's probably why yeah there was an awkward body language mm. thing. um and then Eventually, they didn't meet, they didn't talk for a year. Didn't see each other till the next Met Gala in two thousand seven. This year, eighteen, yeah, yeah. This year. And then, anyway, they end up going on a couple of dates. By the third date, Nick tells his mum he's going to propose to Priyanka, and two months in, he does. What is with the Jonas Brothers just getting engaged super quickly? Are they religious? I feel like they might be. Yeah. I, I definitely get that vibe like from... like a, a pastor or something. Okay, well then, yes. I just remember reading that in the profile yeah. that he it was like, yeah, the dad's going to read all the prayers at the wedding. Um, but what I love is how Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have just been engaged for ages and then Nick and Priyanka get married yeah. in that time. But even that was random. Like, they'd just been was going out for like a for, year. Yeah, not very long considering and she's, she's 21. like 20. Yeah, I just don't. And also, Nick is younger than Joe. What? Mm. What? That's he's, just wrong in my head. How he's twenty six and he just got married. Yeah, and he's a like he gets around. He's dated a lot of famous girls. Yeah, I, I can see how Priyanka Chopra would be very. Um, I always say her last name wrong. What do you say? I was saying. I think I've been. Have I been saying her last name? I, I always no. say Chopra, but I know oh, it's Chopra. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm don't, sure she's fine. With don't it. stress about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I I can see how. Uh, mid-20s guy would be very enamored by her like she's, absolutely it was so beautiful but mm. also that megan markle like self-possessed i'm fine on my own i have my own money mm. i have my own career and she's the biggest star in, Bo- in bollywood yes like she's, she's so so she's so famous gorgeous she's stunning so i can see how he like freaked out but this is what we're gonna get to can see what's in it for him <laughs> yes <laughs> why does Priyanka Chopra love Nick Jonas so much to marry him after two months? That's the question. Okay, maybe before we get to that question, sorry, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about the wedding. Crazy. Because it was madness. It was so insane. So three, four, four days, five days. Five days. Wedding extravaganza, extravaganza. in extravaganza. India. Um, was it- it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. 
so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. All in India or was the pictures All in saw? India. Okay, okay. But what I hated was the music to that singing video. So they did like a concert, full-blown concert. Yes. And then the backing track for that is fucking horrible. Really? Yeah. So apparently I read or heard that, which I, because at first I was like settled out, because they, they put, they're putting up these videos of these different nights of their various weddings. Mm-hmm. And they're like, feel, they look like a fucking Michael Bay Hollywood trailer. Like they're filmed mm-hmm. with like a, a helicopter yeah. zooming down and an aerial shot. And like, like they're filmed like a professional film. It's like crazy. It's, as in like a Hollywood movie. Like they're nuts. And I was like, oh, this is a bit much. But apparently it's very traditional in the Indian culture the night before your wedding to have each side of the family present to each other like a concert. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. So I was like, oh, okay. So that's kind of cute. Like it seems so OTT. And then I was like, oh, okay, no, it's a cultural thing. That's like really cute. I loved the dancing. I loved seeing Sophie dance. I love seeing Joe dance. Yeah. I love seeing Nick dance. I love seeing Priyanka dance. But I didn't like the music. Okay. I don't remember the music. I'll play it to you after. Let's play it now. Should I? Yeah. It's so bad. Isn't this horrible? It sounds like a car ad. What do you think? Yeah. Doesn't that rig everything? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds like a. It sounds like an ad for like a. It sounds like an ad for like a, like a, a get or something like What's a that? like a little car that <laughs> zooms around the city. A car. Did you guys have cars here? Car. Oh yeah, KAs. Yeah. yeah. And my like a, one. yeah, like a little Volkswagen or a Fiat or something like. Yeah. It sounds like that kind of. It music. just wrecked the whole thing Very, to me when I pressed on volume. Yeah. On. Well, this is the problem with the whole wedding, right? Because it's like very nice, and then they had this like absolutely fucking batshit insane. Um, video of their second wedding ceremony with her mm-hmm. Ralph Lauren dress, mm-hmm. which I quite liked. I've heard mixed reviews on it, but I liked it. I liked it. You know, he's only ever um, made wedding dresses for his daughter, his daughter-in-law and his niece. Yeah, it's quite cute. It's He's been very involved in their relationship, like sent them both mm. to the Met Gala, um, that he dressed them both when they went to that Ralph Lauren party. Remember at New mm-hmm. York? I'm so annoyed because I went to the Ralph Lauren show the season before. Mm. That one. And the season after, it was like this big huge extravaganza. Thing. It was huge. I mean, I probably wouldn't have got in. I'm no, like, you if would I'd have. only gone Everyone in went. later. Yeah, it was like huge. I, I was watching Marie Claire editors yeah. um, just like zooming in. Yeah, on Meryl Streep and everyone. Mm. Oh my goodness. So it's a bit gutted about that. But um, no, I thought the dress was beautiful. Her veil was how long was it? 32 meters. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And she had to have like <laughs> six people, six people it up. spread out to hold it, which, like, okay, in a way, uh, okay, I, I gotta explain this properly. I love extravagance. I love like a crazy OTT, completely obnoxious, you know, veil that needs seven people to hold it. But I think what put me offside is the fact that they have had every single part of this wedding corporately sponsored yep <laughs> <laughs> is he just 
leaned all the way back and went straight up to the microphone. I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. It's crazy. It, and, and it's like, made please. me reframe all of the extra stuff instead Why of being like, you have enough money to put on a crazy wild wedding. Yes. You don't need like, okay, so like for context, the bridal shower was sponsored by Amazon and it was, <laughs> no, sorry, the gift, the bridal registry was sponsored by Amazon. So it was like, go to Amazon, hashtag Amazon to see my wedding gift registry. And then it was like her bridal shower was sponsored by Tiffany and it was like hashtag Tiffany. And then the Vogue cover was sponsored by the Google Pixel and it was like, love how cover hashtag google pixel and then the wedding wedding was sponsored by people and it was like their beautiful wedding video the happiest day of my life and then you swipe right and it's the people cover it's so bad like that's so bad that's true and then him and her have the exact same captions so tacky copy and paste it onto the same videos and the same content Mm. like it's just very i've never seen a couple do something that commercialized before you know, like like Amal Clooney, they paid for their wedding pictures to be in Who or Hello or whatever. Did they? Yeah, but I, like, and then Ange and Brad did it with their wedding pictures and their baby pictures, but they donated all that money to charity. Yeah, that's so a they great got way like five million dollars yeah. for pictures of the babies, but they're like, we'll do it because that'll help people in Africa. But I'm like, I don't, I haven't Ange. heard any PSA about these two donating no. it. So I'm like, it's kind of obnoxious when you have. So much money when you're both multi multi millionaires. Weird. Why yeah. would you even want to do that? It's like the Priyanka and Nick, like PR extravaganza. I don't know. I just don't understand this match. Like, who am I to judge? But also, when you're making like ten million dollars out of your wedding and getting a Vogue USA cover, and you know what I mean, I'm like, maybe yep. I'm allowed to judge a bit. Like, I'm like, what's what's going on? Do you think that maybe? A thought's just occurred to me mm. that she's like taken a leaf out of Megan's book. Like she's just seen how you can deploy like a very, you know what I mean? You're beautiful, you're talented, you're charming, you're successful. And you, that can have just these <clears throat> mega, mega impacts on your fame, status, whatever. Mm. And that she's kind of I think so. done that. Because I feel like if they've been texting and chatting for years and it was like nothing and then all of a sudden at the Met Gala, which is in May, when Megan got married, mm-hmm. you know, she changes her tune and within two months they're engaged. Yeah. You know? I think so. Because I think like, maybe subconsciously. Or maybe consciously. I'm just like, who falls in love with someone 10 years younger than them? He's... He's very, Weird. He's he seems very, I liked that they did that in the profile where they're like, he acts kind of like an old man, like he shuffles around the room and he's very that's like. That's not sexy. It's not sexy, but it just made me be like, that's cute. Like he's, she's kind of came off as the young, fresh one out of the two, even though she's like a decade older than him. Like I was mm. like, maybe he's just like, you know, he lived all of his lives when he was like 18 through to 22. Yeah. And now he's like, I just want to settle down and, you know. Yeah. I found them really cute in the profile and I found them really cute in that newlywed game video. Me too. And then when I just saw all this like people cover Amazon sponsorship stuff, I was just like, it's just, it's a bit naff. It's definitely very, very good for their profiles. Like look at what it's brought already. She nailed a Vogue US cover. They're mentioned in this podcast, you know? Yeah. It's all coming coming up A Vogue US cover, a people cover, (laughs) a mention after work drinks podcast. It's the 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 trifecta of... (laughs) media but who knows I, I don't know they could really be in love i feel like he's really in love i'm not sure about her but i really like her i really like her too. i love her i think she's just really... i'm happy either way i'm the I same think... with megan i'm happy whether she is 
a bitch or whether she is the sincere, lovely woman. I just I like know. her either way. Oh, same. No, that's, yeah, 100%. We need to just take one moment to quickly reassess the veil video because it's like her, she must have had to walk for like miles. It's long. It's, but like the, the distance between where he is and where yeah. she started walking with her mum is like literally like a 10 minute walk. Yeah. And then she's walking with the mum and then like these drones just shoot up into the air and then there's like an aerial shot of her veil being pulled out and it's like it's like she a six man team googled how long Megan's veil was and was like perfect double yes, it yes double it and she had the freedom you know she wasn't like okay it has to be demure and it has to be this and it can't be too much like Kate's and it can't you know she had she's got to pick it i thought her dress was beautiful me too um congrats lovebirds <laughs> Congrats, you two. What honeymoon be sponsored by? I wonder. Watch out, Nick. American Express. It literally, probably will be. Yeah. Um, so, another thing that has piqued our attention this week for different reasons Very for different Bianca reasons. and Nick um, Mal B has released a book titled Brutally Honest, um, and it details her marriage to a man called Stephen Belafonte, which, by the way, isn't his real name. It's not his name. He just likes to be called Belafonte. His name's something lame and different. Red flag. Yeah, (laughs) major red flag. I see. Um, She details the years of physical and emotional abuse. She suffered at the hands of him. um, Multiple physical beatings, sexual assault, which her daughter saw, her teenage daughter, um, and said that... When she heard the term gaslighting is when she realized that that was what was happening to her. Wow. Um, and it's really intense. So she says that um, after years of this going on, I think they were together for nearly a decade. She um, started drinking a lot to get through it. And she was waking up and having cocaine in the morning. Um, in 2014, she attempted suicide. It's a really horrible um, story. Yeah, there was a good – so The Guardian did a profile on her um, in conjunction with the book and the interviewer who does the profile talks about how the last time he saw her, she was very much in the throes of, like, putting on the happy mm. face and how she – so it's, like, super interesting in that respect because he was, like, um, the last time I saw you were talking about how he was the love of your life and how you've never been so happy in your life and how like you have this fantastic relationship and your soulmates and you're perfect for each other in every single way. And now obviously I'm coming back like however many, five years later or a few years later. And this was what was really going on behind the scenes. So he just sort of asked her to like make sense of that. Mm. And it's like so fascinating because she's trying to be super honest, but she's so used to, she's used to putting on using lies as like a defense mechanism to put on a certain persona to the world and to the media because that's what she wants to believe about her life. So that's yeah. like the friction point. It's super interesting. He said that um, she showed her the wedding re- wedding vow renewal ring he'd just bought her and said she was the luckiest woman in the world. And here in this piece, she admits that she bought it for herself. Yeah, and that was just bullshit. Yeah. I know. It's it's crazy. It's so crazy and it's so intense. Um, and it's kind of interesting because I think gaslighting is a fairly new term. Yes. Do you know where it comes from, actually? I found this out recently. The film Gaslight? Yes. I only know that because I wrote a story about it. Oh, no. 
1944 movie called Gaslight where a man tries to convince his wife that she's insane by making her question her reality. Which is basically what gaslighting is. So yeah, it's- so he, sorry, I just like love this tidbit. So it's with Ingrid Bergman and I actually watched it weirdly because it's by a director that I like, <laughs> but I can't remember his name. And he, she's super, super rich and he just wants to steal all her money. And he starts, do, you know, the whole like joke about like putting your purse in the fridge to make you a girl think she's crazy. Oh, what? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like a pop culture thing I've heard. But he'll like hide her stuff. He would like steal a brooch he gave her as a gift out of her handbag. And then be like, where did you put it? You lost it. You're always losing things and like go nuts at her. And she'd be like, oh my God, you look after all my stuff because I can't stop losing stuff or whatever. Mm. And then but every night he's shuffling around their attic looking for her family's like hidden jewels. And he's using a gaslight lamp to do it. And the only way she knows that she's sane is because she sees that gaslight lamp going on every night. And she knows that he's up there ruffling some stuff. Oh my God. I didn't know that. I know. So... Yeah, basically the term is coined from that, but it um, is used for the to explain a manipulation tactic that um, I mean it can be used friendships like it can be used in any co-workers yeah, yeah. Um, and it's when you make someone feel like this. So it's it, like it was even used on The Bachelor this year when Romy was having a go at Tanil and then she Tanil starts getting upset and saying why are you being so mean why are you saying all these things and then Romy turns it back on her and says what are you talking about why are you getting so yes. upset why are you crying you're yes. so crazy for crying like yes. this isn't a big deal I find it so 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 that behavior I don't know why it just like sets off a thing in me I find it so so sinister and horrible mm. like I just I hate it I think it's the most nasty aggressive bullying tactic to make someone doubt their insanity is like yeah it's it's probably the worst thing you can do to someone you're meant to love in terms of an emotional manipulation or abuse. Yeah, absolutely. Cause it, and then it makes the victim feel, because they'll be saying things like, you're crazy, you're so psycho, why are you yes. always crying, why are you always making a big deal out of things? And then the victim feels like this useless, horrible person. So Mel B was saying that he would say things like, you're a Spice Girl has been, you, and he would say, he would took over all her finances because he said she couldn't handle them. She left the marriage with $944. She made $50 million from the Spice Girls. Oh, my God. And she has to pay him $40,000 a month now from yeah. that s- stupid spouse Support thing you have to thing. do. Yeah. Which is just crazy. It's outrageous. But it's, I think it's the thing that's so shocking but also so good that she's talking about of that story is that, like, as Scary Spice, you're like, okay, this is the physical embodiment of, like, empowerment, no bullshit, like, girl power. Girl power. I know what I want. I'm not going to settle for anything less. And, like, she goes and puts on that persona and that's what everyone knows her for. And yet behind closed doors, she's just as susceptible as it to it as the rest of us. Mm. And it's it's really hard. Like like the gas the whole thing of gaslighting is that you literally like once you plant that seed in someone's head that they're acting irrationally or that they're crazy or that they don't properly grasp reality. Like once you plant that in someone's head, that's so powerful because you can do it about anything once it suits you. You know what I mean? Mm. And if you plant it about like something where it is kind of borderline, where he's like, okay, you're a Spice Girl has been. Like you know, there's like a a kernel of truth in that in the fact that like. Her whole career has just been riding on that success or whatever. So she'd be like, okay, yeah, he's right about me. And then he'd say something else like, you know, 
you're fat or no one would love you or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And then because you You've believe that weight. one thing, you just believe everything. Yeah. And it's just the level of manipulation to do that is just so horrible, but it's so great. It's, it, it's in a way a type of abuse that's like much harder to pinpoint. Pinpoint because if someone hits you, like they do it very slowly and over years. Exactly. Like if someone hits you, that's just there's no question mark there's no difficulty explaining that to a friend there's Mm. no like midpoint of what did that mean or it's hard to explain or like he said this then your friend's like oh well that's not that bad you know like if Mm. if someone hits you they hit you and then that's like everyone's like leave him that's fucked there's a bruise you know whereas the kind of like emotional abuse of gaslighting is so difficult to explain like i'm sure all the one-off examples that she has yeah would sound stupid on their own um, she said it was up to Stephen whether I was a piece of filth that day or a goddess or a whore. Um, and she said that her teenage daughter, Phoenix, wasn't allowed to take things out of the fridge and the kids had to eat on the floor because food might get on their expensive dining chairs. <sighs> you just, just can't believe that, like, that Mel B could let things get to that point in her household. I know. It's and a, it, and yeah. she details how it got to that point and she says that she had a daughter with her first part, well, first husband, I yes. think, and then they separated. And then she met Eddie Murphy, and they dated for around a year. But she got pregnant really quickly, and so she had another daughter. So she had two daughters to two different men, and she was single. And then she met him within two months of having her second daughter, really? and he was like, "I'll take care of you. I'll do this. I'll do that." And within two months, he'd proposed. Wow. He'd moved in. He started taking control of her finances. He started. He was like her manager, everything. And yeah. then she lost contact with her parents and he was just the only person she had. And for for years she said that she didn't want to leave him because she didn't want to look like – because she, she had a third daughter with him. She was like, who's going to want me now if I've got three kids? Yeah, with three different and she didn't want to yeah. leave him. And then because she was trying to get through the abuse, she said she started drinking and taking cocaine in the mornings and there were instances where – they had threesomes and he filmed them and he would hold that all against her. So he, he would say... He filmed her in secret. And yeah, he filmed her in secret her, taking yeah. drugs and said, I'll release these to the media and you'll lose your jobs and you'll have nothing. And do you remember she said as well that her father was very sick and mm. that her parents had been quite traditional and that she couldn't bear to have another marriage breakdown and then so she waited for him to die before she mm. would act on anything. It's so horrible. And her 19-year-old daughter just... Um, like released her side of it and she said that when she was younger she heard her mom like screaming and yelling stop it stop it and oh then like God. looked through the door and he was like sexually assaulting her yeah oh so goodness. horrible it's so horrible I think it's I think it's so brave of her to speak out about it, it mm. I feel like it reminds me a lot of the Lily Allen book that I talked about in another episode where it's like women are really feeling empowered to like speak really brutally honestly about their experiences and i think that it's so important for i just can't imagine how many women hopefully are not in that bad a situation but like i don't know we talk about lynette dawson and it's just like if there had been uh, forums and pieces of work and and articles on the guardian when she was around that said to her this is what abuse looks like Mm. and this is like what your partner is doing to you and you can break free from that and here's all these women that have recognized these patterns and done them like i just think so many women have just suffered because 
they felt like they were the only ones that this was happening to. Mm. It's so horrible. And another thing that I think is really interesting, um, uh, there was a piece on the pool which kind of highlighted that, you know, she came out and she said she was taking drugs and drinking all the time. And they said that what this really shows is that there's no such thing as the perfect victim. You know, when people think of a domestic abuse or victim, they think of someone who's meek and quiet. Like bleeds, yeah. Yeah, but that's not Melby at all. Um, and they wrote, they wrote, whatever you imagine, it probably isn't a real woman who is experiencing domestic abuse. There are so many myths tied up with our ideas of what domestic abuse looks like from the dangerous belief that a victim would never stay in an abusive relationship and would leave at the first sign of emotional or physical abuse to the incorrect stereotype of a victim being quiet and meek. But the re- reality is so much more complex. Which is like, you know, they say that she's well, she has experienced coercive control and wider abuse in a previous relationship. And then she comes into this and that's her way of dealing with it and so many women's way of dealing with it. And I feel like Mel B's kind of been this person who stands for that side of things, which you never you never see someone standing up and saying, I was domestically abused. And also, I got addicted to cocaine and alcohol and I did all these things. Yeah. But it's so good for other victims to know. that. Yeah, 100%. And there's these like ideas of like, you know, even Rihanna when that thing happened with Chris Brown, like, to try to say afterwards, like, no, you guys don't get it. We're in a fiery relationship. Like, I gave it as good as I got. Like, this is just, you know, like, and it's that thing of, like, I think women feel like because they're not just sitting cowering in a corner that therefore they deserve that treatment. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, like on um, Big of, Little Lies. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They and, and, and it's not catering in for the fact that, there are huge discrepancies between physical strength and and power and what you know whatever it is it's like the fact that people can talk about domestic violence in a situation that's really complex and not black and white and not like a man, man comes yeah. home drunk and beats up lovely um, yeah quiet meek lovely housewife it's mm. you know fiery confrontations and alcohol and drugs and whatever but still everything he did is completely wrong it doesn't matter and it, none of that stuff matters yeah and exactly. that's where it's more likely to happen yeah so i think that's like that's such a such an important part of it is just showing those blurry lines and still showing that it's domestic abuse because i feel like so many victims would feel that way yes so many of them would be like well i was screaming back well i hit him back Yes. Well, I kicked him. Oh, I started the fight. Or, yeah, or, like, well, I, I threw that whatever. at him. Oh, he's right. I do spend too much money. Or he's right. I yeah. do blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? It's um, like how lucky was he to even go out with her and the fact that you have the audacity mm. on top of that to fucking behave that way. Yeah. Just and sitting. now to be paid all that money and to oh have used all her money. I don't know why just the thought of the fact that she has to pay him every month. Yeah, it makes, makes me, me feel, feel sick. sick. Like it's sick to my yeah, stomach. It's, sick. It's, I feel like will that be overthrown if he gets charged for the stuff I don't like know. how can, how do you have to pay someone who abused you uh, it's so weird it's the weirdest law like when i found out about that when my friend's sister was going out with this ridiculously rich guy and yeah. he'd just gotten separated and she was like yeah it's so annoying he has to pay his wife like 100k a month <laughs> and i was just like what i had no idea that even existed it's such a mess. I can't remember what it's called, but it's just because they just got used like to living that life. If you ever got married to someone really rich and they were a piece of shit, you'd just be, I don't know, maybe it changes once you get used to it, but I'm just like, I would 
never ever accept a dollar of their money yeah because you just be like fuck you well yeah it's just there's money and power are so hand in hand mm. yeah <laughs> but then you'd be like how many chanel handbags can i buy yeah be like actually <laughs> it's fine fine just deposit <laughs> in, the, in this account and don't talk to me and just she, she talked in that um article about you know i feel so free now like we live in an apartment and you know i can come home with my girls whenever i want and just like bomb in the pool or make whatever i want for dinner or we you know like mm. every single day and night she's free to do whatever she wants and like i just i just felt so happy for her same love you so Bobby. nice love her it's so sad and i really want the spice girls reunion tour to come to australia it was so funny what she was saying about victoria beckham yeah because i was like is it true you called victoria beckham like fucking bitch for not joining it she was like yeah probably <laughs> yeah, yeah i know she was like we say a lot in our group chat i was like i love you on that note um shall we yes leave it at that yep hate you chris dawson love you mel b hate you, chris dawson hate you mel b's stupid ex-husband not sure about uh priyanka and nick <laughs> yeah we're on the fence <laughs> follow rate review subscribe follow, rate, review add to our facebook group <laughs> DM us on Instagram. We love that. And post on your Instagram stories. Yes. We'll always repost you. Literally yeah. always. 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 <laughs> Bye. Bye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.